Are you ready? Yep. All right. Hello and welcome to the ninth edition of the Two Black Too Nerdy podcast. I'm your host Chris, and I am your host Chris. And um, today we're going to talk to you about a variety of topics. So um, first, I want to talk about a situation that's going on at um, Screen Junkies. Yeah. So um, if you guys aren't familiar with Screen Junkies, um, they're a big YouTube channel, big channel, the film geek community. Um, their most popular thing is if you ever seen the Honest trailers. They were the creators behind that. So, you know, I've I I've watched their stuff probably, you know, years, maybe the past three years, you know. I've always thought that they they created some good content, you know. You see quite a few sort of like YouTube celebrities guest star on a lot of their stuff. They've yeah. had Kevin they've had Kevin Smith on there. Mm-hmm. They got the Rousseau brothers. Right, they got the director of Kong Skull Island, director of Lion King. Um, Deadpool. God, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds was not yeah. a trailer for Deadpool. Like, they, they're pretty big. And right. this week, um, some information came out. They're, they're, um, I don't know if he's their total founder or one of their founders, but um, pretty much one of the big, big, uh, big shots of Screen Junkies, his name's Andy Signore was he's been accused of um, some sexual misconduct. So apparently he tried to sexually assault one of the women that's um, appeared on their show or was going to appear on their show. And then when she went to HR, HR threatened to... HR dismissed it and threatened to fire her boyfriend who did work for Screen Junkies. Mm -hmm. And after that came out, I believe a bunch of other women on Twitter were saying that, hey, Andy messaged me, he... You know, he's he said this to me. He's done this. So there's a lot of sort of accusations and going allegations on. Coming out. Allegations coming out. Screenshots of emails and DMs, DMs and all this stuff. And it's it. I mean, it's it's a pretty messed up situation. A, a lot. Most of pretty much everyone within like that community of YouTube has spoken out against them. So I think it's safe to say that there is. There, there's got to be some truth to where all this information is coming from. And um, he was actually suspended, and they're going to do an investigation, I guess. I think they're owned by Defy Media. Yeah, so, um, like, I met Andy Signor once. You uh, met him? Yeah, I met him once. Uh, I met him at uh, Star Wars Celebration. You had a Star Wars Celebration? Yeah. Uh, like, I walked by, I was like, oh, yeah, I recognize you. You're, uh, you're on screen, Jackie. He's like, yeah, I'm Andy Signor, so I met him. Talked to him for a couple minutes. Um, like, it's not where one of those situations where I'd be like, I'm so shocked. I'm just like, you know, like, yeah. people are... He's married and has kids, too. Not that that's surprising, but, like, yeah. it, you know, it's always just a sad situation. You know, obviously, I mean, they're a part of the entertainment business, and, you know, women in general just go through... So much. so much and when you have someone when you have people in power think they can abuse that power it's always a problem yeah. so I think it's just I think it's just important that if you know that something's going on please report it you know yeah. stand behind victims support victims all of that good stuff because like I want the nerd and geek community to be a place where everyone, everyone. is happy and safe and you know all of that kind of stuff so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it sucks. You, you look at the situation and what I've been thinking about after you told me uh, about it the other day was that you know it it brings up the same thing with like Bill Cosby like and Michael Jackson's allegations and all that is like how do you separate the content from the creator? And so, you know, there'll be people that are going to boycott Screen Junkies. Yeah, there, I mean, there there's going to be people who never watch a Screen Junkies video again. Right. Because of this. Because one thing is that you don't know who at Screen Junkies knew, knew or didn't know. And when the corrupt, when it's just, when someone at the top is doing something like that, it trickles down right. throughout the entire company. It's not like he was just one weird dude who was an intern there and then they fire him and that's mm-hmm. it. You know, so it's... It's a messy situation, you know, and I think it also is important that even if you like someone, you like someone's content, you can't, don't defend them when they, when they screw up, you know, when they do something that, when they do something 
that's illegal, inappropriate, you know, immoral, you know, whatever. Because at the end of the day, I think sometimes on the internet, you kind of feel like you have a relationship with someone. Right. Like, you watch your videos every week. You're like, oh, I know this person, you know. Andy would never do that. He was such a nice guy. And it's like, you don't know him at all. You have yeah. no idea. He was just a guy who made videos that you enjoyed, you know. And that goes for actors. That goes for media personalities. I mean, you don't literally know these people. Right. Even so, if you met them once at a convention and they're nice to you, you don't. You have no idea. Unless you are personal friends with someone, you have no idea what kind of person they are. Right. Screen junkies as a whole, I don't really care about. Like, I watch Honest Trailers weekly. Like, you know, it'd be like... Honest lunch. Game Trailers are pretty good, too. Yeah, that's with Smosh, so that's yeah. a little bit different. Uh, I watch them every once in a while. That's all Defy Media, that's why. They're all under the Defy... Smosh uh, is under... Because I figured... I was like, why is this... A thing. But, like, the guy who does the honest trailer voice and stuff, he works for Defy Media, which is why he's on Screen Junkies and he's on mm-hmm. Smosh and whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're going to boycott Screen Junkies, by all means, go ahead. If you're not, that's your choice. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say defend Andy because... It looks if, bad. Right, but even if he, like, if he did any of this... Then you, you should not defend him because no. sexual assault, sexual harassment is very serious, and it's any type of harassment really will just it changes your perspective. It changes the person that experiences. It, it changes their perspective on things. Yeah, it's just it. It's a crappy situation. I mean, I hope I don't know what's next for Screen Junkies. I mean, there are people there that I also like, but now I don't know who knew and who didn't know. So, I, right. I mean, personally for me, I'll probably just take a break, watch some other stuff, see what happens when the dust settles, you know. Watch CinemaSins. Yeah. Watch CinemaSins, watch something else, you know. See kind of what happens with the company because, I mean, imagine if you worked there and you had no idea. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, that's just crazy. It's like, do you resign? Do you, like, what do you do? You do? find another job. Because, yeah. like, you, it's one thing if you have to go look for another job, but if you just resign just flat out, like, you don't have a job now. Yeah, I trust. And then people are looking at you like, oh, you're sticking with that company? You're like, I got you don't have too. to. You don't have to tell me about the hopping jobs. I, yeah. Sh- yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's just, anyway, it, I mean, what Andy did, you know, what he's accused of, Terrible, you know. I hope justice, whatever kind of, you know, whatever kind of justice is served for those women and whoever at Screen Junkies did not know, maybe they can, you know, move on and create their own, you know, and whoever did know channel and company, whoever did know, they also need to go. Yeah. So that's about it. You want to move on, uh, Arrowverse? Arrowverse. All right, so the Arrowverse shows are going to premiere uh, this upcoming week. Th- this video is going to be uploaded probably a week later, so those premieres probably would have happened by the time you hear this. But um, so uh, Chris and I don't care about Supergirl. Um, I think they're doing the Legion of Superheroes. So yeah, I've seen that. Um, I think they casted a Saturn Girl. I think Monel's going to be with the Legion or something. So I mean, that only makes sense. Yeah. Because that's the team he was on. In the comic. In the comic, after yeah. After he got his lead poisoning. Um, and they, I mean, they teased, that, they teased that ring in the first season. Mm-hmm. I mean, Supergirl, it's... I. You know what? I'd rather see a crossover in her universe. Yeah. As opposed to in just the Arrowverse in general. Just to see because they that's that's a different type of rules they play with over there like yeah you've had Damian Dark with his magic and super soldiers with Slade but you know Supergirl and Superman that's it's a like whole a whole another level yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean I wish we could learn more about like their planet outside of National City and Batman exists and there. Batman exists yeah there maybe it's a grown up uh, Bruce Wayne from Gotham <laughs> Don't. <laughs> did you see the pre-bat suit? Did you see what it looks the like? Proto Batman. Proto Batman. He's Bruce Man. Not Batman. He's Bruce. Bruce Man. Yeah. So, Supergirl. I mean, they're also breaking up Sanders because uh, the the um Who? the girl who plays Maggie's going to another show. Oh yeah. Well, I so, don't care. So yeah. 
They said after, when that first came out, they were like, "Oh, we're not going to kill her off," and I was just like, "Well, you yeah. didn't say you weren't going to break her yeah. off." But see, yeah, that just but... that just puts everything that happened in the last the season, season. It makes it pointless. Yeah. Right. It. I mean it. Like it's fine that she came out. Whatever. I mean, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna do a live reaction to it, which you'll probably see that before you hear this. I mean, what I expect from Supergirl, if I get some decent fights, you know, some parasite level, some parasite level villains that show up, you know, in the show, I'll be happy. Please, my 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 one gripe was the show that please do something with Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Besides him just being guardian, like, please do honor Jimmy Olsen's character, because Jimmy Olsen was around before Supergirl was. Yep. You know, like that's that's like my one gripe. Everything else, I mean, even like Martian Manhunter stuff, I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, John's, you know, like the dad just helping out. But please try to do something good with Jimmy with um Jimmy Olsen's character. Because mm-hmm. I, I felt like last season it was like, why is he in this show? When they stopped, when he wasn't a love interest, I mean, they tried to make him a vigilante, but it was like, like James, like Jimmy Olsen just has no. He has no place there. He has no place in the show, and it's like, either write him out or do something with him. So, I mean, it is what it is. Alright, so... Flash. Yeah, moving on to Flash. Um, this season's supposed to be more upbeat. Uh, we know at least one of the villains is going to be the Thinker, so... Which was teased some, last season. Some random samurai guy. In the yeah, we episode. saw a random samurai guy. I was like, okay, I mean, they're at a point, I don't... Who knows? I guess, uh... Caitlyn is uh, semi-normal. She's a bartender. Yeah, right. So I'm like... Wally needs to get, go to Keystone City. It needs to focus on Barry again. Or Barry just needs to stay in the Speed Force and it, while he takes over the show. I mean, because having two Flashes... And let's be real. He's not really Kid Flash. Because he's only like, what? Three, four years younger than Barry? Yeah, he's and, not that much younger than Barry. Like, I'd be pissed Barry's if I'm a 20-year-old. Like, I mean, Barry's like... 26, 27, like mid twenties. Wally is like college student age. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm gonna be a little, I'm gonna be a little mad if you know, I'm like 19, 20, 21, and I'm being called Kid Flash. Like, you know, yeah, I'm. He's faster than Barry. Yeah, I mean, what what, what Flash? The new suit looks cool. Same cowl, but the suit is uh different. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's more red, I think. I just. I, I just wonder, I'm like, okay, who are they gonna, you know, you have the thinker who's just like, you're running out of villains. Yeah, well, one thing is that, like, I mean, season one, they did a lot. Mm-hmm. They burned through a lot of villains. I mean, there, there's certain things they haven't done, which, like, they, like the first, they've never done the rogues, like, proper. Right, they should have a rogues season, but the fact that you have Captain, Captain Cold, Cold and, and, and he, Dead or a hero. Yeah, and, and then Heat Wave on Legend, it's like, we've never gotten... Well, you can. I have, mean, even without them, you can still do. You can have another heat wave, but you can't have another Captain Cold. There yeah. have been like three or four heat waves. You can't have another Captain. Yeah, Cold. I just my my. I guess my curiosity with this Flash season is that what villains are they going to use? You know, I mean, I think the most fun they can have is explore the multiverse a little bit more because they've only done, and that's p- going to be part of the crossover is where we're yeah. going to see like evil Nazi counterparts of all the. Superheroes, mm, evil Nazi county parts. I wonder where the Nazi part came from. Mm. Is Captain America gonna show up? Yeah, Cap- <laughs> yeah. Captain America's gonna show up and just be like, "We stand and fight, and stand and fight." The most anticlimactic ending to a story. I'm not. Dude, I'm not. I don't want to get into Secret Empire on this podcast, but um. Yeah, for I mean, I feel like with all the shows, we don't have as much information about the season as we did last year. Mm-hmm. So Flash, I don't like. I said we know Barry's gonna come back. We know that him and Iris's wedding is gonna be part of the crossover. Besides that, we don't really know a lot about where this season is gonna go. Right, they're calling it. Well, you see, the first episode is called Flash Reborn, yeah. which obviously is a reference to Flash Rebirth, but. Flash Rebirth had to do with Eobar Thawne. That's one of my favorite like comic arcs is Flash Rebirth. Yeah. But ah, but you have to remember in between that and like when Barry went into the Speed Force, he died, and Flash Rebirth, there were years in between. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, yeah. 
He's only been gone a few months. So I right, like if you did a time jump, well, you could. What are they going to? I, I think the problem is that at this point we've had three seasons of Flash, and the show definitely has a formula, and they're going to have to change some things up in order, I think, for the show to succeed. I mean, I think, I think Flash has at least five seasons. After that, who knows? I think they they at least they at least have one more season out of season after season five. I think I mean we can get in a, we can get in the Legends and Arrow next. But Give me Crisis on Infinite Earths, please. Just I I that. think that they're they're gonna have to expect they're gonna have to use more of the budget and just do some crazier things. Yeah. I would like to oh. see them visit some more alternate Earths mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I think could help the show stay fresh. Yeah. Right, so what do you what do you think about this? My brother was saying this at the end of last season. I don't know if I brought it up on a previous broadcast. But you know how the newspaper in 2024 said that, you know, the Flash was battling the reverse Flash and Hawkgirl was there and Adam was there and uh, Green Arrow was there and then um, there were red skies and then the Flash vanished. And my brother was saying that, oh, there were red skies at the end so everything's changed now. But I'm like, it says he was battling the reverse Flash. No one was there to see him fight Savitar and Hawkgirl wasn't there. And Green Arrow wasn't there. Dude, is Hot Girl like? Is she ever? I mean, I don't. I mean, with the newspaper, I mean, they've been teasing that. I I hope that they have some sort of plan for it because they they've kept it consistent throughout the seasons. Right. Because there are like certain things, things. There are certain like early things in these shows that they'll like get rid of. Like say like in like Arrow where Oliver had the list. Mm-hmm. There were some names on the list that did not. Like, one of the names, like, I think, like, Hannibal Bates, he was, like, on a fly. He, he, he showed up on a Flash episode, and, like, um, the girl that played... All right, so, um, yeah, so pretty much what I was talking about before, we kind of got cut off there, was that, um, the girl, the Ravenger, Isabella Rachev, whatever, she was on, like, the season one list of Arrow, but when we met her in season two, like, there was no reference to that whatsoever, so I guess my point is that I don't know, like, when they teased that thing with the newspaper, I don't know if that was a thing they actually planned on doing, or if it was just, like, a whatever tease they put in these shows. Yeah, I think that they were getting a little ambitious with their 2024 thing, because Flash started in 2014, so they were aiming for, like, 10 years like they were in, um, like, with Smallville. Mm-hmm. I think once Arrow ends within a year or two, that in Flash they can do a time jump because you know Legends doesn't really necessarily rely on that timeline and who cares about Supergirl's universe because it's a different universe so who knows what's going on yeah. there um, but yeah you can just and Arrow's gonna jump. end at some point yeah it's gotta end soon sooner rather than later I think yeah. I think personally right. so um yeah I think we can move on to Legends so Legends is a fun show you yeah. know I as long as Legends continues to surprise me, they do some cool special effects and fights. Um, we're getting a uh, Black Adam's wife, so that'll be neat. It's like the Legion of Supervillains is pretty much what we're getting here. Yeah, the and evil. Did you, did you ever watch the and dark and all that? Did you watch the the Vixen animated series? Apparently, mm-hmm. the villain is going to be so Vixen has an evil sister in like the animated series, and that's who the villain's going to be. The si- she's a sister of the current day vixen, not the past vixen, and she has animal powers too. So, cool. we'll see. Why wouldn't you just do a Nazi then? I don't know. They no. should do a Nazi. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I definitely think they're going to do more vixen stuff. I think because I think last season they were kind of like experimenting. Well, let's put her on the show, but I think for now, she's. I I think they really like that actress, and I think fans really like the vixen character. So I think they're going to keep her on Legends for a while. Yeah. Tested better than Hot Girl. She wasn't a barista. So, um... And, uh, John Constantine's going to be in an episode. Yeah. So, yay. Because people wanted him on Legends for a while. Right. I think that that actor has other stuff going on, so he can't be a regular, but they'll get him in for an episode. Yeah, cause he, he did the voice of Constantine in the Justice League Dark animated movie that came out. Mm-hmm. Was that earlier this year? Like January or something like that? Yeah, something like that. I liked it. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm trying to think of anything else they've teased. Uh, Rip Hunter is going to like form a new group of like yeah. not Time Masters. I don't know why. I think what they're calling them. Time Ta- the Time Bureau or something. Time Bureau, yeah. They mentioned in uh, 
You still play Injustice 2 or not really? Not really. They have a multiverse. They have a multiverse. A multiverse mission mm -hmm. for Firestorm themed after the uh, like the upcoming season. Mm -hmm. It's like the Time Bureau has sent you know superheroes to attack. Yeah. You use Firestorm and a uh, Canary in a assist character. Oh, they did that. Um, Speaking of superhero-themed video games. What? Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, talk about Arrow first, and we'll go to that. Okay, we'll go to Arrow first. So, uh, Arrow, um, is going to be in it. Um, we still don't know everyone that survived. I'm assuming everyone lived except for uh, the baby mama. Right, I think everybody lived except her, which sort of makes that whole thing pointless. Unless they cripple somebody. Which people we know people get magically healed. People think people think they might do so. People think they're gonna write Thea off the shell. Have we seen Curtis? Uh, Curtis is coming back. He's talked about in interviews. Curtis is coming back. Wild Dog's coming back. Oh. Pretty much everyone's confirmed to come back. Siren's coming back. Um, I guess Talia, Evelyn Sharp, Felicity, and Diggle have not been seen yet. Deathstroke is coming back. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Malcolm's dad. Malcolm's dad. That's because John Barrowman didn't want to come back. Yeah, that's what John Barrowman's like. All right, guys. Enough's enough. Enough's I say, enough. I say. He's saying he's good. So, yeah, I, I, I want to see what they do with the aftermath of the island situation. They're, we're going to find out who uh, Vigilante is. Apparently, Vigilante has a connection to one of the other characters who's currently on the team. Honestly, I forgot about him. Yeah, I know. Because they, they wrote him off the show in the middle of the season. Right. After the Prometheus reveal. Which was also Ah. And, um... I mean, I like season five. So, we'll see what they do with season six. I, I definitely think... I think Errol's got one more season. I think Errol's got seven seasons. And I think at that point... They're, they're, I think they almost. They, I think they should end the show. Like, if they want to roll over any other characters in the Legends or something, do that. You know. Yeah, because I'm like, you can't really build anything anymore. Like, you've done the League of Assassins. You've done Deathstroke. You've done uh, Damien Dark with Hive. You know, like, Brother Blood with, uh, during the Deathstroke season. Like, you don't have many really things you can do anymore. Yeah, they've done, they've, yeah, on Arrow, they've definitely done quite a bit. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm curious to see what comes next. The crossover... Like I said before, between the four shows, seems interesting. You know, we're getting evil Oliver Queen. How is the how is the schedule set up now for the Arrowverse? Is it two on Tuesday and two on Thursday? No, it's Supergirls on Monday, Flash and Legends on Tuesday. Nothing's on Wednesday, and then Riverdale's on Wednesday. And then Arrows. Arrows on Thursday. On Thursday That's going to be annoying for the, the crossover to have like that day. I think this. It's, I don't know if this is the place, but I admit that I. Uh, I've uh, watched Riverdale and sometimes enjoy it. My brother enjoys it. I haven't watched it's, it It's. I mean, it, it's a teen drama. Mm. With teen drama, if you like them or you don't. If you've watched shit like Degrassi or something like that, maybe you'll get something out of it. But if not, it's not your cup of tea. That's mm. that's all. All the teen drama tropes are there. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. That's that's all I'm going to say about Riverdale. But it is, it is technically a comic show. I would just have Riverdale take a break that week and then just throw in one of the shows they moved week. arrow to they moved arrow to monday that week oh so it's like supergirl and arrow and then flash and okay Lions. then that's fine i think that's what they're doing for the crossover that's a little bit of a odd yeah i know wait so are we actually going to get someone in supergirl or is supergirl just going to leave and come to the universe for the she's entire gonna, episode she's gonna she's gonna use her magic uh Device. But is she going to do that at the end of the episode? Because at that point, I'm like, why? They're not going to do that again. No, they did that before because it was rushed. Mm -hmm. The last 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 year's crossover was a bit rushed. Because you got to remember, Super going to, CW, going to CW was like... Yeah. That, that happened... That wasn't supposed to happen. Right. But CBS was like, yo, we're going to cancel this. And CW was like, okay, we'll take it. We can probably do more with it than you can. Right. And they were kind of... And I mean, comparing Supergirl Season 1 to Season 2... I'm moving my hands up and down, and no one can see. I mean, six in one hand, half a dozen. The other. Yeah, they they did some certain things better in season one. They did certain things better in season two. Yeah. It just it's they they still haven't found their footing yet. But the sad part is that 
Supergirl is probably my least favorite show, but like if they knew what they were doing, that show probably has the most potential mm. next to Legends just because you can use Superman, you can use a lot of Superman stuff that's never going to be in a movie, you know? And they try it with like Metallo and stuff like that, but like, can we get a real cyborg Superman? Right. Like, Not, how is he cyborg? How is he cyborg? How is. It doesn't make any sense. Because cyborg Superman. How is John. Like how how is he I don't understand why he's cyborg Superman. He could have easily been like cyborg Martian Manhunter. <laughs> we don't understand. I think they did the whole Hank Henshaw thing, thing I know as a reveal to throw people off in the to beginning. Martian Manhunter. Which was yeah, that 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 was cool. But then it's like Hank Henshaw is cyborg Superman. Superman. And Cyborg Superman is supposed to look like Superman. Superman. Yeah, like, I have no problem, but, like, it would only, like, yeah, and it's just, like, and him being a black dude just makes it even weirder, because it was just, like... Like, it'd be one thing if he was a black cyborg. It would make more time. sense if they had... One thing I thought they were going to do, they never did, I thought, and, and, and all this is the last thing I'll say about Supergirl, and we can move on to some other stuff, but... I thought when they brought back uh, Dean Cain and made him evil, uh -huh. I thought Dean Cain was going to be Cyborg. Dean Cain should have been Cyborg Superman at least because he's at least been a Superman before. Right, and so then you had been winking at all the fans of uh, The Adventures of Wilson Clark, which I was one. I loved that show as a kid. Yeah, so it's just like, dude, come on. But anyway, we can move on. So um, I recently, uh, so yeah, I said for the Arrowverse, so I recently um, picked up a game. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, and uh, I have some thoughts. So for those of you who don't, haven't heard of the Marvel vs. Capcom franchise, I can talk about it. So Capcom, they're, uh, fight, they're a company, they have a lot of video game properties, Street Fighter, Devil May Cry, Resident Evil, Mega Man, uh, Dead Rising, Darkstalkers, things of that nature. And back in the, back in the day, I, I'm assuming, I think in the 90s, they decided, they were making, um, they were making a Marvel. They were making a Marvel, an X Men video game, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think they put in. They, they made an X Men fighting game. It was a fighting game. You had a few X Men characters they were able to fight. And then, as a secret character, for fun, they added in Akuma from Street Fighter. Well, this came out. People liked this idea, so they said, "Hey, how about we make a game where we have our Marvel, you know, X Men characters fight uh, characters from Street Fighter?" Because Akuma, he's a, he's like a He's a evil martial artist dude from Street Fighter, so I need to know. So they did Marvel superheroes. No, they did X Men versus uh, Street Fighter first, and then they continued. Then they continued the franchise. These games. They eventually branched off from just the X Men and just included Marvel superheroes, all superheroes. So, you know, you got Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, all those kind of guys. And besides the Street Fighter, they started they started adding in characters from other. Capcom franchises at the time, like Mega Man and things of that nature. Right. So, um, they recently announced, I mean, they announced uh, Marvel's Capcom Infinite, which is like the new game in this uh, series, earlier this year, and then it released in September. Super, super short time between release and, um, from announcement to release. So, when, a, when the game was first announced, people were really excited. They're like, oh my god, how many characters are going to be in it, you know? Because this is the first Marvel's Capcom game that's really been out when the Marvel Cinematic Universe is at, like, its peak. Mm -hmm. So people were really excited about it. Then, we, the more we saw the game, a lot of the graphics did not look great. You know, uh, Chun-Li's face, I know you know who Chun-Li is from Street Fighter. Chun-Li's face had some issues. Dante from Devil May Cry had some face issues. Captain America, his body just, he has no neck. <laughs> like, the way they made him, he literally looks like a Ninja Turtle. Because his shoulders are so big, and his head is small, and he has no neck. So, there was some graphical issues there. And we got the final roster with of uh, 30 characters. A lot of the characters they put in are repeated characters from older games. There's not, I think, right now there's only a total of four new characters. Total... And then there, there's some new characters coming out, like they made Black Panther DLC. I don't know why it wasn't in the original game. Um, things of that nature. And people are kind of just disappointed with it. Because the gameplay of the game is fine. Like it's your typical Marvel's Capcom game. It's really, Marvel's Capcom games are really fast paced. Lots of laser beams. You know, it's, uh, 
two on two instead of three on three, which is which is okay. You switch between characters and they fight. And um, they made the six Infinity Stones as uh, items that each team can use, which they're able. It changes gameplay a little bit. Like if you have the Power Stone, you're able to. It, it, it makes it easier for you to combo in a different attacks. If you have the Time Stone, you can move at, like, super speed. If you have, like, the Soul Stone, you can take away health from people. But outside of the gameplay, Marvel Capcom is kind of bare bones and really disappointing. The story mode makes absolutely no, se no sense. Um, pretty much all the characters from Marvel and Capcom... Randomly team up with no explanation to fight a fusion of Ultron and a Mega Man villain. Which would, which would seem okay in concept, but when the game actually came out, the story mode was just kind of like, you know, you watch a cutscene and you fight. And, like, for some reason, like, it just didn't feel as epic as, say, like, you know, something like Injustice. Where, like, you play through the Injustice story mode and you're like, okay, Firestorm versus Wonder Woman, you know, okay, um... Supergirl versus Superman. Okay, um, you okay? Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of Pfizer in that. You know, Batman versus Brainiac. You know, I felt like the Injustice story mode did a good job at showing relationships the characters had and made you really excited to get them to fight each other. And Marvel's Capcom Infinite just didn't do that. Online is fine. The gameplay is fine, but it's just it's really disappointing. There are less characters than some of the other games. A lot of repeated characters, a lot of characters, some characters that were brought back in, I really don't think should have been brought back. And there's not, and they took out because uh, Marvel hates the X-Men now. There are no X-Men. So no Wolverine, no Storm, no Magneto, no Fantastic Four characters either. So no Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom was a classic character. Um, yeah, there's just, there's a lot with it. You know, and I think they know that their sales have been bad because they had six, they teased six DLC characters. They've already, um, they're, they're going to release three of them next week. So I think that just shows that they're really desperate, you know. I don't know why they didn't want to put someone like Black Panther in the main game. I just don't understand that. The only thing that Marvel cares about are their movies. Yeah. Because literally everything else has fallen off. Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was supposed to be canceled, but Disney said no. Inhumans was just... Terrible. Terrible. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually had a good season last year, though. That, the, the thing about well, S.H.I.E.L.D. is that... They, it the, was supposed to be canceled after that season. I know. Well, the thing, the, 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 the thing about S.H.I.E.L.D. is that the show's actually gotten better, but it, it, it had a huge drop-off. And now it's, it's hard to bring people... It has, a, it has a small but dedicated fan base, I guess you should say. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. But, so, yeah. Marvel, I mean, the thing about Marvel's Capcom Infinite is that there's a good game underneath, but they should have spent way more time. They should have put in more characters at launch. The story mode, you know, in, in my personal opinion, either try to write a story mode decent in a fighting game, or just don't put one in there. Because, mm -hmm. you know, why spend all this money on all these expensive CG cutscenes where you could have just spent it on more characters? Right. Because in a game like Marvel's Capcom, there doesn't have to be a story. You know, I think something like Injustice, the story is of the first one was like a key point, you know, and there's yeah. an Injustice spinoff comic that's amazing. The Injustice 2 comic is still good. Yep. I don't know if you, do you read it? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the pres is the president dead? I think he, uh, yeah, that's, that's messed up. Yeah. So, but uh, a video game that, whose beta came out this past week, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Is it good? Love it. Okay. Like, hey, EA, you got your head out of your butt. I know. Like, you know... E everyone makes fun of EA. Right, I'm playing it, you know, I'm on a boom. Sports. I have the clones, um, I'm fighting, and then all of a sudden I see a dual-bladed red lightsaber coming at me, I'm like, oh my god! It's a mall. It's just... It's great. I like it. That's good. But the last thing I just want to say about Marvel Capital Infinite is, is that Marvel really should have taken more time instead of just trying to make a game where it seems like you're just trying to cash in excuse me on the cinematic universe and even if you couldn't literally couldn't use the x-men why was black panther and i in at launch why was you know and some of their dlc characters are adding in bucky and venom which is fine and then black widow and i'm like does black widow need to be in the game like what can what can she do that made her like interesting you know when you lose someone like magneto you gotta add in like Adam Warlock or something, right? You, to make you up can, for you're it. You're not putting in Doom. You're not putting in Doom. 
at least there are Thanos is in it. Thanos is fun because he has a brand new uh, move set. Because mm. in in like older games, Thanos like use like bubbles or something weird. He was not. Yeah. Thanos in the older Marvel's Capcom games was not comic Thanos. Because I obviously they didn't want to make him you know OP, which he would have been. But they but the they was OP. in this game. But in this game, I mean Thanos is all right. Ultron is fine. But like they really. They they just could have tried a lot harder, especially with this roster, because there's a wide variety of Marvel characters that have never been in yeah. a game. You know, if you're not gonna do Fantastic Four, you could throw in Blue Marvel. Throw Some in Blue dream. Marvel, throw in Some Kamala Khan. Hyperion. They added in Rocket who's in the last game and Groot is an assist character. Why was why couldn't you make Groot his own character? If you can do Swamp Thing and Injustice yeah. You can do Groot, who's literally a weaker version. He's in Marvel Contest of Champions yeah. as, a, as a playable character. He's so annoying. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, I just... Yeah. So, we can we can move on. Uh, next here, I have... Um, so, Dragon Ball Super, we've talked about a lot of times on the podcast. Um, they had a one-hour special, which is the big fight, fight night between uh, Goku and a uh, fellow named Jiren. Jiren is a... He's from one of the other universes that uh, Goku and his friends are currently fighting. He is, to our knowledge, the strongest guy who's actually in the tournament. Strongest person probably in Dragon Ball Super that is not a god of destruction or an angel. Or an angel. So, Goku fought him and he got destroyed. by He he fought him with Super Saiyan Blue, Kyle Ken, times 20, Mm -hmm. and got destroyed. Used a spirit bomb. Jiren... Block the spirit bomb with one hand and send it back at Goku. And then at the end, when he was finally Super Saiyan Blue, Kaioken trying to push it back, he used two hands. Yeah. So it was, um, yeah, so Goku got destroyed. At first, we thought it looked like he got vaporized. Now, if you've watched Dragon Ball, you don't know one dies for real. So Goku disappears for a minute, everybody freaks out. Goku comes back in this new form, which I don't know what it's actually called. Ultra Instinct. Ultra Instinct. I I thought I like Limit Breaker as a better. I think Limit Breaker is a better name to be honest. Yeah. But he came back in a new form, and he was able to keep up with Jiren a lot more. He still he, he actually got in a couple hits. He got him. in a couple hits and pushed him back, but he was still Goku was still defeated mm-hmm. at the end of it, and um. He was saved by Hit, so I guess Hit's gonna fight Jiren next episode. Right. And um, I guess Frieza looks like he's gonna try to kill Goku, which is, we know is not going to happen. Right. But it, all in all, I mean, it was a great special. The art and animation was on point. You know, Ribrian, the Ribrian stuff at the beginning was annoying, but once we got to the main event, I was like, all right, I'm here. And when when Goku came back and he had his new transformation and he threw what what are the two pride troop troopers named the uh, Topo and Dispo I think yeah when he like threw both of them and that music was playing I was like this is like it was movie like I, to me that felt like movie quality mm-hmm. you know art and animation probably the best fight scene we've seen in Dragon Ball I would argue maybe since Battle of Gods yeah if not Resurrection after the movie not the not the not the what they did in the anime but. Mm-hmm. It was comparable to the fight scenes in those movies. I felt like I grew. I felt like I grew a beard watching it, and I <laughs> smoked like ten cigarettes. I'm like, yeah, cigars, not cigarettes. Put hair on your chest. I know. I was um, like, yeah. So it was uh, thoroughly enjoyable. If you're not tra- checking out Dragon Ball Super, I implore you to check it out. If you're fans of Dragon Ball or just the shonen shonen anime in general. What was the uh, One Piece? version uh because they were also doing like a one hour special one piece uh yeah so one piece had a one hour special too i, I read the manga it was yeah. pretty much um uh there so i don't want to spoil i don't know who i don't know how much you read a one piece or how oh, much no i'm all i'm all caught up on y'all caught up it's when um sanji and luffy fight and sanji like oh, that was, sanji leaves the crew they're so behind yeah they're that's where they're at and you know they have their emotional moment because if you remember an earlier one piece when um Luffy and Usopp had that big fight right. during Water Seven. I think they were trying to recreate that a little bit, you but know, with the Luffy. Yeah. But like, you know, Sanji's lying. Right. You know he's lying because they're black. They have this pretty much a stepfather. Yeah. They're blackmailing him with that. So that's why Sanji had to go along with his messed up family and Big Mom and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so they, that's and they add they added the anime they added in a bunch of flashbacks. Yeah. 
like while it's happening, like Luffy first meeting Sanji and like their relationship and all that stuff. Because I personally, I don't watch a One Piece anime. I read it. I don't watch it because the one like okay, so you watch Naruto, of course. What Naruto would do back in the day was that the anime is always outpaced the manga. Right. So what Naruto would do is that Naruto would have a ton of different filler arcs mm-hmm. to make up time. Right? They would have arcs that literally brand new stories that weren't in the manga mm-hmm. that a lot of times were just really bad. You know? That's what Naruto did. What One Piece does is they do a one chapter to one episode ratio. So anything that happens in a chapter because some t- they'll extend throughout an entire episode which leads to the One Piece anime being so slow. Mm-hmm. So I don't follow. That's why I, I stopped watching. This I show. don't follow it regularly. I mean, if they do something cool, like all right, they're doing Luffy versus Doflamingo, you know, I'll watch that. But like, because One Piece has a slow moments, even in the manga. Like, right. like the writer of One Piece has a way of he introduces you to a new environment and a new area. You have to learn. Okay, how does this island? How does this whole environment culture work? Mm-hmm. Who's in charge? Who works for who? Who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? He's a really he, good world builder. He's a, yeah. He, he he tends to do a little bit too much like uh, J.R.R. Tolkien does with Lord of the Rings. Like you you get uh, a backstory on everything. Yeah. Like I don't really care about Big Mama's backstory, but thanks for that. Um, but like I haven't watched uh, One Piece like actual episode. Like I've watched clips on YouTube, like when yeah. you fought Dopamine and all that. But I haven't watched a One Piece episode since Inaru. Really? Because I I stopped I stopped a lot later. I stopped because that was the last time I saw it on like two nights. I stopped at Fishman Island because Fishman Island it was just because at first because there was a lot of hype when the anime finally got to like the post time skip. Mm-hmm. But Fishman Island, I mean, a lot of the beginning of it was just so slow. Mm-hmm. And that's how I mean that's how One Piece is written. He he starts off with world building, does that for a while, foreshadows some stuff, does some stuff, and then. Usually Luffy has a clash with a bad guy and loses or something of that nature. Right. Someone loses and then the when they get to the finale of One Piece, usually you have the straw hat the straw hats facing off with the lieutenants of the main villain. Luffy beats the bad the main bad guy. And then at the end of the arc there's usually like an update of like how what happened affects like the world of One Piece. Because right. One Piece is very One Piece has a ton of world building. There's a lot of different like power structures between mm-hmm. These pirates and the government and what are the revolutionaries doing and you know Which this that, person I'm more interested in the revolutionaries part of it. Yeah, we haven't seen them in a while no. the Last thing we taught was uh, Blackbeard's like right hand was there and he was okay. telling them their location. I don't want to go too off top of one piece But okay, like yeah. Robin hung out with the revolutionaries. How come she never talked to Luffy about Sabo or that how come she never told them where has robin been well she's with uh they're on another island they're on the samurai island because they sort of because yeah it has been so long well that's another thing is that one piece arcs take years but i think but what they did was like because you remember in the doflamingo saga the straw hat split up and you had it was zoro frankie robin and usopp with luffy and now in this arc with big mom it's Nami, Brooke, Sanji, and uh, Chopper, mm-hmm. and because I think the other the other straw hat, I think I think it's called like Wano, wherever the samurai guy's from. Yeah, they went there. Okay. So that that's what's going on, but um, that's that was One Piece special, and I if I my advice for One Piece will be read, read it first. If you're interested in seeing what the anime is like, go on YouTube and search specific fights and moments because the anime is really slow and i think if you start the anime i think it's really easy i mean unless you have a ton of time in your hands there's like what 800 episodes yeah you'll you'll fall off watch, watch something like my hero academia right it's got that's got like what 30 something episodes yeah you'll catch up quick you'll fly through it you know you'll fly through it in a week you'll be good so uh the next thing i want to talk about is um Marvel's having a lot of drama at New York Comic Con, it looks yeah. like. Uh, we're, we're taping this on a Sunday, the 8th of um, October. Uh, New York Comic Con's wrapping up today. Um, apparently, so the first thing is that apparently they had a closed panel. I'm assuming it was like Marvel execs and people with like comic book store owners. Yeah, it was comic store owners and comic book sellers and things like that. And things like that. And apparently it totally went off the rails. There was like a big argument about 
Marvel, what they're doing with diversity and why Marvel comics aren't selling and apparently some slurs were said mm -hmm. at a certain point. They're, so Yeah, talking about like the, the problem slurs and keep saying like these freaking women or something like that. Yeah, it just Marvel I mean, I've talked about Marvel diversity issues before, especially on my YouTube channel, and I've gotten some pushback from it. Um this issue continues to go on. Like I still keep my stance that it's not the characters themselves that's hurting Marvel. It's the fact that, A, there are too many events. Mm -hmm. There are way too many events in Marvel. I think, in general, the stories aren't that interesting as stories themselves. Instead of, look, we have an Asian Hulk. Look, we have a black Captain America, which he's back to Falcon now, if you didn't yeah. know. Sam's back to Falcon now, so. But they, they don't know how to end an event. They don't know how to end an event. They... They replace instead of adding in new, more diverse, diverse characters organically. They just decide to get rid of characters that people know, know and love, push them to the side, and bring in a whole new cast of Avengers and whatnot that people have no attachment to. Right. So, like, I understand why people are mad. Some mm -hmm. people are mad. Some people are just racist. Right. But I understand why. Some people are upset. They're like, "Okay, you've taken away Wolverine. You've taken away Bruce Banner and mm -hmm. Wolverine and Tony Stark and Captain America the Nazi and Man Thor." And it, it, it gets to a point where you're just you're trying to you're trying to just you're trying to create new characters with a mask of older characters because you know that if you try to create new characters from scratch, no one will care. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just. And it, it, it's, it's kind of, and they're kind of between a rock and a hard place. I mean, my opinion would just be, if I were to do it, I would bring back the older characters and have them share books with the newer characters and make the newer characters almost like sidekicks. Right. For some of them. Like, Miles can be a sidekick to Peter Parker. Right. I don't think that's hard, that hard of a relationship to do. You know, there are certain things I'm like, the both Wolverines, you know, Logan and Laura can be in the same book. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that that's how I would do it. Oh, and Logan's back now. Logan's with back. With an infinity stone. I don't know why. Yeah, and I don't wanna I don't even want to get into that. But yeah, Marvel, they're trying to do their own like DC Rebirth ripoff and it wasn't it wasn't DC Rebirth. Let me tell you. So yeah, there's so Marvel's issues continue and my stance is that you gotta fix the writing. Focus more on individual stories instead of events. You know, do... I mean, I, I don't want to say you rip off DC, but, like, look at what they're doing where they have individual comics and story arcs and individual characters will cross over in certain comics without it being, like, this huge, crazy thing. You'll see, okay, Flash is in a Green Arrow comic this week. Okay, you know, Nightwing's in the Red Hood story. All right, you know, Ginger Wally West is in the Nightwing book this week. Like... Just, I appreciate the little crossovers like that because they emphasize the relationships between the characters more as opposed to the universe is being destroyed, you know, right. pretty much every, like, four months. So, that's my stance. Um, they also had an issue. Apparently, Marvel was trying to do some partnership with a weapons manufacturer, a defense yeah. manufacturer called Northrop, Gr Northrop Grumman. I guess they were collaborating and Northrop Grumman was going to, like, sponsor some comics that were supposed to be like STEM and science or something but they got a lot of pushback because people are like Marvel supporting the military industrial complex yeah, and, and it's sort of like I just don't understand you know I mean people have their opinions in the military whatever but especially like with just not even the military but like what the weapons manufacturers like why did you guys think this was a good idea Right. you know I just don't understand, like, like you know if you do something like that, that's political, you're going to get some pushback. Mm -hmm. and Which is the same thing that they got with this whole Captain America Secret Empire Nazi thing, which is just like... Well, some of that was bad timing. Right, but... That other, was, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, and... Yeah, so, they can't, so anyway, Marvel got pushed back. They canceled this panel at New York Comic Con, and I guess they're canceling the partnership. And in their statement, Marvel pretty much blamed it on people not getting it. They were like, well, this collaboration was supposed to be a way to get kids in the STEM, and we were supposed to promote that, and da-da-da-da-da. And, like, and it's like, dude, collaborate with NASA. 
or Microsoft or you know anybody but Google anybody but a military but not but not even a mil I mean weapons manufacturer you know yeah. what I mean like why why would you do that because you can make an argument I mean the military had a heavy presence in comics even American media in general yeah. you know I don't I don't want to get into that a lot but like okay Captain America was a soldier Captain Marvel was a soldier I'm pretty sure Falcon was a soldier wasn't he yeah the Punisher was a soldier. You know, you have, you know, in comics, you have um, Green Lantern, I think. Well, he was an Air Force pilot, wasn't mm -hmm. he? A lot of superheroes John have military. Stewart. John Stewart was a, yeah, he was in the. Marines. He was in the Marines. I mean, there's a lot of. So, so there's, there's a heavy military presence in comics in general. And I can get a whole conversation about, you know, how America, how American media portrays the military and things of that nature. But. It's still partnering with a weapons manufacturer, especially in this day and age where you have Twitter and if people don't like something, you're going to get dogpiled mm -hmm. immediately. Mm -hmm. So if something seems a little controversial, especially in this era right now, my advice is don't do it. You know, my advice is don't do it. And I mean, you would think they kind of learn their lesson with Secret Empire a little bit because... I mean, the country right now is having a conversation about like actual fascism and things of that nature. So putting a story, creating a story where, you know, a beloved American hero who was created by Jewish people becomes a Nazi is just, it's bad timing, you know? And then you get the story itself and pretty much it boils down to A, Nazis are, the moral is A, Nazis are bad, no kidding, and freedom versus security and how there has to be a balance, right? which is... A fine story to tell, but I just think the way they went about it was bad. Mm. You know, I'm glad good Captain America is back. I guess evil Captain America is locked up somewhere. Why didn't she just kill him? Yeah, yeah, he probably he should have died. Just, 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 just. Pull. And they tried to tease it at the end, like, ooh, he might come back with one of the guards in the prison being like, hell, Hydra. He's not. I don't think Hydra Steve is coming back. I think. I hope not. I think they're gonna forget about that. I think honestly, six months from now, none of the none of the comics are gonna reference Secret Empire. I think it's just they're just gonna leave it behind. Be like, all right. And the writer got in an argument with a uh, Black Nerds Online, which is funny. Nick Spencer, the guy who wrote it, he got yeah. in a Twitter fight with a uh, Black Nerds Online, which is kind of funny. It's also like, dude, some people don't like your comic, like. I'd say if I was a writer, I don't even know if I'd have a Twitter account. Probably not. Not a public one. Because people are, people are going to just... People are going to disagree with what you wrote, and you can't come off as, like, you know... Super protective. Like, you don't understand what I was trying to do. It's just like, alright, buddy, calm down. Do you understand what you were trying to do? No, he doesn't. Um. So, yeah, well, speaking of the Punisher... Uh, that panel got canceled. Yeah, they canceled the Punisher panel in light of what's going on in Las Vegas. There's a rumor that the show was delayed. So, I don't know. I mean, in, in general, I mean, I'm but at fine. at least with the Punisher, he didn't go, he's not going around shooting Punisher doesn't shoot people. civilians or innocent people. He typically, I mean, he goes after organized crime, dirty cops, dirty politicians, and dirty military personnel. That's right. usually... That's usually what he deals with, you know. There, it's funny, there's a lot of, like, kind of, like, Republican people that, like, love the Punisher. And they're like, yeah, guns, but, like, the Punisher, I mean, he goes after cops and the military. He goes after anybody. That's corrupt. That's corrupt, you know. So, you know, just read, read the stories and just be careful. But that, that, at least, I think that was a good move on Marvel. Because, I mean, that mass shooting just happened. Right. You know, it just happened. So, if them if they want to push it back a month, if they want to not do the panel, I think that's fine. I mean, there's hype around the show. They release it in November. You know, I'm going to see it. I think it'll be fine. Yeah. So, you know, good luck, good luck on them. Uh, I only have two more topics left. Uh, one says, um, LOL Inhumans. Um, you haven't seen it, I haven't seen it. Apparently Inhumans was just a disaster. They're just... Like, why would you spend your IMAX on that? Yeah, it just, it... Apparently, it just didn't do well. I mean, apparently, people just don't like it. Worse than Iron Fist. I, I may... It, but I've heard it's not even so bad it's good. It's just really dis disappointing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're an Inhumans um, fan, I'm sorry. Hopefully, they get it right in 10 years. Yeah. I... Inhumans is one of those properties, like, I don't see how you're doing that without the Fantastic Four. 
Is that yeah. how they were introduced? That is how they were introduced. I mean, and then they're also trying way too hard to make Inhumans like the new X-Men. Right. Who needs the old X-Men when you have the Inhumans? But I was watching, uh, I don't know if you ever watched a uh, NerdSync. It's a YouTube channel. Guy does uh, theories about comics. And he said that the biggest difference between the X-Men and the Inhumans as characters is that the X-Men have no choice. You know, they're just born with powers. While, like, typically with the Inhumans, they they choose to get their powers. And there's, like, this Inhumans ritual and whatnot. So by trying to make the Inhumans, like, oppressed and make them, you know, compare them to mutants is kind of bad. Because the idea of, like, mutants is that these people are oppressed and treated badly because of how just they who they born. are. How they are born. Versus being an Inhuman is, being a, is a choice. It is an act of choice. So it's like... Guys, they're not—they're not the same. Right. And I just don't. And the characters in general, I just aren't, aren't think they're not as iconic, not as popular, not as well known. You know, I mean, you can't. You mean you can't compare the Inhumans characters to the likes of Wolverine, Jean, Side, you know, Wolverine, Phoenix, you know, Magneto, Xavier, Beast, Colossus, Kitty Pride, Storm, Rogue, Gambit. Like those characters have been around for so long. Right. And they're so iconic that you can't, you just can't replace those guys. Right, and with the Inhumans, you got Black Bolt. That's the one people know. That The one people know is Black Bolt. And maybe Crystal, because Crystal and the Human Torch were together for so long. Yeah, and that's really, that's about it. You know, that is, so, you know, that sucks if you're an Inhumans fan. Like I said, like we, we've kind of said this before, Mar Marvel really needs to, diversify where they're putting their money and where they're putting I think their creative energy because I think the movie bubble will burst and they need to have other properties for people to stay interested otherwise they'll go bankrupt again you know I mean I guess Disney's got them but still because DC's movie franchises have had issues but I feel like DC just has a wider pool of like stuff that's really good you know they had Injustice 2 came out this year and that's still going strong they added Black Lightning as DLC as a skin right. for Raiden because people are upset about that but well, you, you know, also have you have they have some uh, animated movies right you have their animated TV shows they're you know they're an, they have animated shows they have their TV they have their different TV properties you know DC just has a lot going on and their comics which is a segue into that dark are just really good so now, last thing we're going to so talk about good. today is um, Dark Knight's Metal. So Dark Knight's Metal is a current um, crossover they're having with uh, within DC Comics. It pretty much has to do with um, evil versions. So, okay. So people know about that comics usually exist in a multiverse. So all of our main stories exist, on, exist in one universe. And then there are a bunch of different universes surround that where you know, things happen differently. In Dark, Knight's, in Dark Knight's Metal, they reveal that there is, every for every multiverse, there is a dark multiverse. Right. So, it, within the dark multiverses, these are planets that are pretty much doomed to die, where pretty much everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Right. I think that's the idea of it, yeah. right? In so, instead of it just being like, okay, everybody's evil, it's a situation where it would be like an area that's similar, it would be like a universe that's similar to ours. But every bad decision you could have made It's like is made. Murphy's Law to the utmost negative degree. And the people from and um, characters from the Dark Multiverse are invading the normal DC multiverse. And it's all themed around Batman. Mm -hmm. So there is... They've been pulling things from like Barbados from when the return of Bruce Wayne with the whole Black Hand situation... Uh, all the way till now, so the Dionysium when he was fighting the Joker, the Dionysiums and that, and then when he's been doing the Court of Owls thing. So they've been, every major Batman event for like the past decade, they're playing into this. They're playing into the metal story, and pretty much it evolves evil alternate versions of Batman right. coming into this main universe and just messing stuff up. And the evil Batman all serve, uh, Barbados, who I guess is like a godlike figure mm -hmm. that's pretty much like we think that Barbados has been like manipulating, controlling Bruce Wayne's life or like his destiny. Right. Some around, some of that nature. Story's not finished yet, so we don't know for sure. But 
every evil version of Batman is like a version of Batman crossed with a member of the Justice League. Except, except for, for the Joker. Except one. for the Batman who laughs, who is the leader of the evil Batman, who's like a cross between Batman and the Joker. Right. So you have a Flash Batman, a Green Lantern Batman, a Cyborg Batman, a Cyborg Batman and Atlantean Batman. It's not, I mean, it's a woman, so I don't know how it relates to Aquaman. We still Mera. haven't found out why. It may, be, it may be Mera, yeah. So we don't, we don't know. There's a Batman cross with Ares, mm -hmm. a Batman cross with Doom, and a Batman cross with Doomsday, mm -hmm. which I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Yeah, because I know you're, you're a Doomsday fan, aren't you? I mean, he killed Superman. He killed Superman. So, um... The arc has been really good just because it's built on a lot of stuff that's gone on with Batman in the past. Um, a lot of other characters are involved in yeah. some of the side stories too, which I've actually enjoyed the tie-ins and side stories we've gotten. Harley Quinn, the one in it, um, Gotham Resistance, I think. Yeah. It was a team-up between um, Nightwing, Robin, Green Arrow, Harley, Harley Quinn, Killer Croc. I think that was the team. Yeah. Yeah. And that was interesting. And we're getting a one-shot comics giving us the origins of all the evil Batman. We've gotten three I've, I've so read far. The Batman Flash one, I like that one. The Batman Flash one was good, yeah. So I would, I don't want to spoil them all, but I would just say check them out. Mm -hmm. They're all really good. Cyborg one was crazy. I haven't read that one yet. I have, I bought it. I just haven't read it. yet. Have you seen the? Uh, I won't spoil it. It's just. Um, uh, alter an alternate version of Cyborg. He gets, uh, he gets messed up. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. And um, the Green Lantern one was good too. Okay. Yeah. So, well, speaking of that, just the the Justice League trailer came out today. Yeah, it did. I mean, I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not underwhelmed to reference Young Justice. Mm -hmm. I was just whelmed. I mean, like, I don't think it could excite me anymore unless they showed me, like, you know, Superman in his black like, outfit with the long hair or Superman. Green Lantern or Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Like, whoever's the seventh. That would be the only thing that excite me, which is different than, you know, like in the Marvel trailers and the third one, at the end, you always see, like, the reveal character, the surprise character. Like in Avengers trailer, it was Hulk. In Age of Ultron, I can't remember how, who, how they did it, but in... Um, Vision. Well, yeah, it was Vision. And yeah. then in Civil War, it was Spider-Man. Yeah. And so now it's like, okay, they're not showing us who the seventh is. They showed us a little bit of Superman, but not Superman fighting or anything, but they showed it as, like, a dream of Lois. Yeah, yeah, so, so I, I... People were like, oh, they're not showing us much of the plot because they don't even know what it is. It's just like, all right, guys, get the Marvel stick out your butt and just watch. We'll see. I, I mean, I'm going to go see it, you know, it comes out in a month and a half. Yeah. So pretty soon, I'm like, oh, it doesn't come or out until November. Month or month and a half, a month and a week. month and a week, yeah, so... And then we have Thor first, which... I mean, I'm gonna see it. It's. I'm excited for Tessa Thompson as uh, Valkyrie. I, I'm just gonna see it just for what it is. I'm, it's not a Thor movie to me because it's not Ragnarok, but it's also not Planet Hulk, and so I hope they do it well. I, I'm excited for. I hope that. I, I hope that Hela does a good job because I think this is the first Thor movie where we actually have a good villain. Hopefully. They've been hyping Hella up as long, a lot. As long as it doesn't revolve around Loki. And we can see, and I want to see Thor use, a, I think, is it the Olden Force? Yeah. When he has, like, the glowing eyes. And Hella's like, tell me, what are you the god of again? And you just see Thor, you know, all, like, lightened up and ready to go. I think one of the things that brought, has brought down Thor a little bit is he's less serious than he is in his comic book counterpart. And yeah. so it's like, you know, we're actually going to see him fight seriously because... In the first one, we didn't really see him fight anybody, but, yeah, we really didn't see him fight anybody, and neither did we in the second one. Not really. We haven't really seen him fight anybody. Not before. really. Yeah, no, I, I, like I said, Thor movies, by far, are not my favorite movies, but we the, the, this at least seems uh, interesting. I mean, you got Jeff Goldblum. That's the Grandmaster. Who doesn't like Jeff Goldblum? He just showed up in, the Grandmaster actually just showed up in Marvel's Contest of Champions. Yeah. Is so, he brothers with the Collector? Yeah. Okay. And so there's been this whole, like, they have a story mode. Like, honestly, Contest of Champions is a pretty good story mode. And better, Probably better than Marvel Infinite. A lot better than Marvel Infinite. Oh, my God. Marvel, In Marvel Infinite is just like, hey, uh, Ryu is teaming up with the Hulk for some reason. Yeah. How do these two people know each other? We don't know. They did do a, uh, they did have to retcon their story mode, like, 
part of it for a couple years ago because at the end of like one of the acts you fight Thanos and then in the next act the boss is the maestro you know who the maestro is uh evil smart hulk yeah old evil old smart hulk yeah from another universe and so they're they were doing that up so then they retconned it because they're like wait let's do infinity war or infinity gauntlet so they're like oh thanos wasn't defeated i don't know how the third act ends now because i've already, i had already been it by the time they retconned it so then they're like oh yeah i have the collector has a secret partner and he's helping out uh, he's gonna help you beat the Maestro, and then you beat the Maestro, and then Thanos comes out of nowhere, like, punches him, and he's just like, I have the Infinity Gauntlet now, and it's just like, mm-hmm. alright, whatever, continuing on, but... Yeah, it just... It, I, I'll have to... I do need to check out Contest ten, uh, of Champions, but, it's you know, regardless... A lot of your time. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm gonna see Justice League, so, you know, fingers crossed, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm uh, cautiously optimistic about the Arrowverse. At least a crossover. Yeah. At least a crossover. You know. And um, we'll go from there. I think that's that's pretty much it. Chris, is there anything else you want to talk about mm-hmm. before we sign off? Uh, so, yeah. Moral of the story. Um, yeah, don't be uh, don't sexually assault women. Um, Marvel needs to get their stuff together in uh, many regards. Uh, check out Dark Knight's Metal. And um, Dragon Ball, yeah, check out Dark Knight's Metal and uh, the current art of, arc of Dragon Ball Super if you haven't. Right. And um, all these different movies and shows, you know, I'm always cautiously optimistic, and we'll go from there. So yeah, I'm just gonna sign off. Um, yeah, I'm your host Chris. I'm Chris. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you all later. Have a great, um, yeah, have a great, great week, and we'll catch you all soon. Yep. See ya. See ya.